Peace and blessings, you beautiful divine beings. Welcome to the Living in Spirit podcast. It's your girl, Zane Spirit. It is an absolute treasure and blessing to be here, especially in the start of the year. I send so much love to each and every one of you and just thank you for following our podcast along. We just made our two-year mark, so we're celebrating. We're in the midst of so much uh, so much good good shit <laughs> it's just it's just good shit going on and I'm just so grateful for that um, and we definitely wouldn't be here without the support of all of you and all of the people that y'all bring on this podcast y'all tell me who y'all want to hear and see and feel and we vibe it out and I'm ex- eternally grateful for them I'm going to go ahead and start with a little affirmation for you guys just to set the tone set the mood So we're going to go ahead and begin with, I release all shame that attempts to come when I live a life of ease. I am meant for ease and abundance. I release the programming that has taught me that I am not good enough or that I must go through hardship in order to experience this. I am free of hardship and mental slavery. I am free to be me. And that is that affirmation for today. I have a beautiful, beautiful guest today that I am super, super excited, stoked to bring on uh, with me. And he is just making waves in music, showing up and showing out as the divine fashion icon that he is, Uh, (laughs) uh, while still expressing the rawness of his divinity. So we have Stella here today. Stella, how are you? I'm great, Zane. I really appreciate you again. So thank you for letting me be on here. Yes, yes. How how is the how is 2021 for you? First of all, like let, let's just kind of wrap up <laughs> the year and like bring in this new vision of this new year coming up. Yeah, man. It's it. You always feel you like learn so many lessons, but then like something else comes. You're like, wow, I wasn't really expecting that, and mm-hmm. um, it just taught me that like there's always going to be something that might you know catch me off guard or you know maybe stop me with where i'm trying to go um but it's really it's really honestly based on how i react to everything so i've just been trying to figure out ways to react to everything the best way that i can knowing that i put my my best into that or i i tried my hardest to to change something or fix something and you know that's been kind of giving me a bit more peace because i learned that even if you react to something with positivity doesn't mean you're going to get it back. So, um, mm. you know, that that's like a constant thing that I keep learning no matter how older I get. Uh, but this year really, really, me, really molded me to like have to really accept that to move forward for what I'm trying to do now, what I'm doing. Mm. That's a powerful message. I think a lot of us have expectations of, you know, if I treat this person right or if I handle this a certain way that it'll be reciprocated. Yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of that. Definitely a lot of lessons in this 2021 year. Excited, <laughs> excited for what's new though. It's, it's been a real blessing, like just even the last few months. I mean, we haven't been connected extremely long, but just to be a witness to your growth and development has been a blessing for sure. Well, I appreciate that. Again, like I said, I can just feel through um, just by looking at your pictures, hearing your voice that you have such a um, a powerful message to deliver that's why you know i want to be part of it because it didn't feel forced and i really do appreciate you know what you say to me and everything so you know it's much less all love 
No, well, I, I love it. You know, like spirits are going to meet. <laughs> if, if one thing I do know is that. <laughs> For sure. Tell us how you came to be the king of alternative R&B. Uh, I mean, that is like what I try to do more is like good thoughts in my head. Um, mm-hmm. I just looked up like, OK, you know, the, the social media and like just media in general, it's really generated off of a lot of hashtags. And I wanted mm-hmm. to try to find something because you can't be the first. It's really hard to be the first in a lot of things, but um, I was just searching mm-hmm. through Instagram and I was like, well, the music I'm putting out now, um, I still want to keep R&B, but, I, you know, I can't be the king of pop. It's already taken the king of R&B, the king of hip hop, all that. I was mm-hmm. like, that's not really a, you know, hashtag of the king of alternative R&B. So it was kind of like a play on, play on words for me to like make mm-hmm. that happen and then be like, I'm the first one to start hashtag anyway. So <laughs> it's yes. like, I'm trying to make like a, a, a make use of something that really doesn't matter. But for me, if I can and place a lane for myself in music by just being myself, but still trying to stay connected to like, you know, what's commercial and what's, what's, what is R&B, what's so, but still like try to, you know, pass my, my limits that I put on myself, then I do for that is like alternative. So like, you know, it's just something I'm I'm really trying to work to, to be really become. Mm, It's already manifested. You've already done it. (laughs) (laughs) I love that for you. You know, I think too, um, I've worked a lot with the music and entertainment industry and one thing that's so, so easy to see in so many artists is to lose themselves trying to fit into a box or a lane. And I don't really, yeah, I don't really see you doing that. Um, But that doesn't mean that you don't deal with your own, you know, challenges in that. What would you say has been like, what has really helped you stay grounded and centered and remaining yourself in this industry? Being more honest. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Like, cause when I was, I, People cannot take that music's like not in my soul, but doesn't mean that you're gonna make music that people are gonna like or they're gonna like um, be be attracted to by the sound, the tone of your voice, or maybe your lyrics or everything. I feel I know back then I, I had good ideas, but what I was talking about it wasn't really resonating with me. Anyways, I was just trying to sound cool and trying to trying to trying too much. Um, but also back then I really wasn't as honest with myself for like you know my sexuality and then like things that I really want to do in this industry so when I finally kind of told myself like I think about like two years ago I was if I'm gonna do this music thing I got to like be like honest but I also have to like study a bit more the craft and like you know study a few songs and like melodies and like really try to force myself to like challenge those those tones and those vocals and those voices and and me creating that was a way that helped me to like kind of solidify myself a bit more uh, self-confidence in my music. I, I always loved my music, but I wasn't as confident as I am now because I, I know that I'm really creating from source and from like, from like self with no fear. You know, my manager, Loic, is also like one of my best friends. You know, he, he really pushes me to always be better. And I, I never really had that fully in the extent. And so I kind of always feel kind of nervous recording around people, especially recording from home and all that. Mm-hmm. And having him, it's like, I have no no negativity. So it just helps me to really just like push beyond that. Um so I mean the, the challenges I guess has been more just just not being true to myself because it it, it it didn't allow me to kind of escape everything I wanted to be and not care about who's around me when I'm recording and 
and all that. And because I haven't been on stage for a while, I've been really focusing on getting my sound right and getting like my aesthetic the way I want it. Um, mm -hmm. And, you know, I think that yeah, the hardest thing for me with music, if you're not being true to self, then like it's going to show unless you're really good at like faking it. But at least for you, for me, the person like that was the worst thing I was I was doing. I was being honest with my lyrics, but then also was being honest in my, my day to day life, which it's going to affect my music, you know? So, yeah. Right. Mm. That's a powerful message of authenticity. And anything that you create is, is got to be from the spirit. It's got to be divine in your, in your soul alignment for it to really resonate and for it to be successful. You know, Yeah. a lot of people say like, fake it till you make it. But to be honest, <laughs> I have never seen anybody faking it till they make it and be their absolute greatest self. Yeah. You know, you can fake like your like your numbers and all that, whatever stuff. When you faking like who you are and like actually what you put it out there, what you all that, and like you you got to live with that. So it's a difference mm -hmm. of understanding the game, how to play, but then like actually being like what you're playing. It's like ah, that's like and that's like dangerous part. Mm -hmm. Easy to lose yourself in that. Yeah. Mm. when did you realize that you were an artist and I mean you talked a little bit about the support but the second part of that yeah. question was was there support in that um years ago I remember like I always loved music you know like watching like Michael Jackson videos when I was a kid um but there was a time where I started kind of singing a bit around like I think like nine ten and I remember my uncle Terrence he <laughs> he always like you know Sinbad Mm -hmm. Yeah, he reminds me of Sinbad so much, man. He's just like big, tall, like just beautiful mm -hmm. soul, man. And uh, he always just say, hey, man, you kind of can rap. And like everybody else <laughs> would be like, no, no, man, you can't rap. Don't do music. Um, so like, honestly, my Uncle Terrence was someone from the from a young age to kind of help me to believe that okay, I, I can do this if I wanted to. And from then, I've just been always doing it low key. And then I finally like put out music, I think, when I was like 19, 20 like on YouTube, got some good feedback, and I, I kind of ran with it from there. Wow, that's beautiful. Yeah. I saw where your name, Cella, means free, uh, which is definitely what you're conveying in your art. Um, when and how did that name come to you? Yeah, so like, I, I was just like in a weird place, and um, then my 21st birthday, and I ended up like making the wrong turn, and flipping my car, crashing it, being in the hospital. Then, like, I was stuck home for, like, because I was visiting my parents. I wasn't supposed to be there that long. I was supposed to go on some, like, trip to, like, overseas and um, me getting mm -hmm. injured, delayed it. And I don't know. I was in a weird place for, like, who I was and what I really wanted to do because I was just in L.A., New York, and things didn't go like I wanted to. You know, that, sh that brings you down, you know. So I was like, man, mm -hmm. what the fuck? You know, I was in L.A. and New York. What am I going to do now? And, um, yeah, I, I was just having like bad dreams and I woke up and <laughs> it felt like a movie it felt so stupid I heard like Sella in my ear like Sella and I was like, what the hell and uh, I looked it up and I was like yo this is crazy and I was at a time where I was like not sure if I wanted to keep my real name as my music name or if I wanted like to create something and um I looked up the meaning and it had like you know weapon uh stop and listen meditation of the mind body soul I was like yo this is crazy like I wanted to kind of like create that movement around like what I'm trying to do and um, I added the extra L just because I didn't want to, like, um, 
like be respectful to other cultures and people, but I wanted to keep the same meaning. So I still can kind of push a, a similar understanding or universal understanding, whatever. And yeah, that, I've just been pushing that, you know, it's like a, it's like a, a, a movement of just like people that just believe and just like, you know, trying to be themselves without being, without trying to feel I was being corny about it, but still pushing a, a similar message that, you know, people should, you know, keep trying to push no matter what. Mm. I definitely saw where you had went through like those near death experiences. And those are often where our spiritual awakenings happen, you know, like <laughs> when we're at our lowest, when we can't move, when we're not distracted by the world or we just, you know, are in this place of deep self-reflection. Yeah. Would you say that like that was one of your first, you know, spiritual awakenings or conscious awakenings to yourself? Duh, yeah, I mean, it was it was so fast and like you don't really think like uh, from what I remember as my mind's playing tricks on me, like I don't remember anything but just surviving. So mm. after we ended up being OK, I was like, yo, that's like that's like that really just happened. But all I can remember was survival. And mm. I don't know if that's uh, a bloodline thing, uh, just uh, uh, in the moment type situation, what happened like that again. But each time I did kind of feel that life is about to end like that, I kind of just think about what to do to not to not let it go. I don't know if I had that feeling of like it could all be gone right now. So mm. I don't know. I, I, I for me, I think if anything, it enhanced my awareness of like just like man, go for everything that you're trying to go for, and like try to be as hum humble as I can. You know, there, there are a lot of times where I have to sit down myself and reflecting it, tell myself to like, you know, accept things that I don't want to, because, you know, it, it's still for me, it's hard to accept things I know I'm wrong with, but if I'm trying, then that's like my main focus. And I, I try not to get too hard on myself when, you know, I'm not perfect with things, as long as I keep trying and I'm and I uh, I'm aware of that. Mm. It's really about that self-awareness, because you don't even know how many people will stand. I mean, you probably do and be right in your face and be like, ain't nothing wrong with me. <laughs> yeah. and, and it's like, when you can face that shadow, when you can face like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm having a difficult time accepting that. Only when we can accept it is when we can actually move past it and yeah. take what we can from it, you know? Yeah. It's a beautiful space to be in. Yeah, it is. It's a, uh annoying because you, you know most of the things that you could do or should keep doing is not good or it's better for you and you have to like just sit sit with that understand that you know over and you no one's gonna know more but you so because mm -hmm. <laughs> it's, it's yourself so that's been like the little game i've been playing you know you gotta just listen just do do what you want to do and if you know it's gonna have whatever then deal with it and just keep moving how you need to because, I mean, man, life is so in its own place right now, you know? Right. Definitely. How did the Black Butterfly alter ego appear? Uh, I was sad, man. There's this beautiful guy named uh, Chris. He's like, has such a beautiful energy and soul uh, back in Cape Town. And uh, I don't know how I got connected with him. I think some video team production team i used to be cool with uh they invited me to watch a tattoo session and i bonded with the tattoo guy doing it and he offered to do me a tattoo for some promotional stuff and we did it and we we're just plotting like what to get and um 
I was like, man, I'm a bit like down and I keep going through the same stuff. And he's like, man, something just happened to him personally. He's like, you should get the black butterfly. And he said, look it up. And I was like, all right. Cause I was like, oh, well, the butterfly's universal symbol, but I don't want to just feel like I'm just trying to get it to get it. I want to like have a reason. Mm-hmm. So he said, look up the black. And it meant like um, death of ego, rebirth. Um, so I was like, oh man, this is perfect. Um, so um, he got that for me. I thought about selling as like a movement, but I need to kind of be more a bit um, in detail with like the musical side of myself. Cause I don't want people to think that seller is just music. That's like a brand. Um, so with the music now, I'm just working my best to create characters and more storylines, put things together. So the Black Butterfly was just a representation of that more freer side, more of that, more rapping, more a bit raw, more like um, kind of no strings attached type side of me. And uh, mm. I try to put that in a way that it can stay within the character of Sella, but it's still only representation of like just me now being more honest and more free with my vocals too. I used to be scared to like to rap and just do certain things. And I think only because like I was just unconfident about it and I wasn't being honest in my rap. So I'm like, if you're going to rap, man, even if you're like being funny with it or witty with it, you still should talk about things that you, you've done or that you're doing or that you're going to do. So now with my rapping, um, I can use my different voices in my head, but I can still say like real things and be still like, you know, to it and I, I like it because it's like me not being fake I'm just like I can't sing all the time and express myself I'm gonna have to do other things and do other voices and be on different beats so it's just been yeah it's been a cool new expression of what I am and there's like there's some more characters that I'm I'm, I'm developing with for some cool things to fall together because I really want to be like I really want to create like a like if, uh, a a really visual experience and like a sonic experience and so I'm really trying my best with no budgets because like people think that like i'm balling with these budgets but it's like yo if my plays on spotify aren't like over like thirty thousand or hundred thousand on like constant i'm not making any money if i'm only doing things online so there's a lot of ways i have to grind and i felt like okay let me get my sound and my aesthetic right and get my storyline right without label backing without budgets so people that have that can be attracted to it and then they can see what i can do even with more backing so I've been just really doing my best to try to attract everything together. And like, I've been getting so many cool opportunities that people wanted to do free bono things because they believe in the movement and they believe in the new stuff I'm making. And like, you know, it's just been, it's been, it's been a lining up. So I know that's only because like, I'm really doing my best to do what I can with what I got and I'm still progressing. So, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I'm excited for what's coming. Yes, that is so exciting. And you showing up for yourself. Of course, people are going to see that. Like, man, <laughs> be nervous. Like, yo, I put this out there. Like, man, fuck it, bro. Like, put it out. Yeah. Just, you know, like, when it, just express you, it, it's always going to bring the money. You know, like that, that wealth and abundance, it comes from the heart space. So when you yeah. do what you love and, you showing up for you like people ain't got no choice but to see that and like i've seen the support for your work like just steadily increase which has been amazing too it has been cool and i'm gonna lie man like this really um lgbt friendly page shared me and like i've been getting like a few support but it's so uh someone hit you up or just to share you that like has like a proper engagement and like they took their time to hit you up like those kind of things also help me know that things are moving because when when they don't happen as much and they start happening a bit more often i know that then like 
the awareness, whatever I'm doing is working. So that's mm-hmm. also like what's been like keeping me a bit more like just <laughs> just do it, man. Because you know when you do stuff, things happen. Is when I don't do anything, nothing happens. So it's like I I'm, I'm like in this little <laughs> circle of I have to keep on doing things. <laughs> right, right. I know that that can sometimes be tiring too. So I wanted to ask you, like, what are some of your self-care practices or even spiritual practices that keep you grounded in the midst of that? Yeah, I mean, I, I do a lot of uh, meditation, prayer, uh, a whole lot. Uh, I do my best to, like, go on a lot of something, anything outside, um, especially like today, I don't usually ride bikes outside, but um, my manager's friend, the stepfather, offered to take me on a 20 mile bike ride in like nature in France, and I was like, "Man, let me just do this, man. If this older guy gonna do it, I can, I can make this happen." Yes. <laughs> so like that was like so nice, and when when I did it, I wrote a whole song, bro, like in my head, and I was like, "Ah, I gotta get home and record this," and I just recorded. That's why I was late to talking to. Well, not late, but I almost was late. So like <laughs> just go things like that always help me to just kind of I don't know like center myself and then like a lot of things clear away then I hear more things like I hear more melodies or sometimes I can have conversations or you know it, it all depends but I, I love being outside more that's been like a a huge thing for me that's why I was in South Africa for so long because Cape Town is like one of the most beautiful places visually I've ever seen in my life and I mm. just like. I saw so many things there, felt so many things, and that was like a huge part of my honestly healing to a self with everything. Mm, that's beautiful. I definitely saw where you've traveled a lot outside of the states. And yeah. would you say Cape Town was one of the more, um, how do I say, like one of the more inspiring places that you've been to? Yeah, the most, the most. It's like where I like I found my sound. Like where my where the start of my sound like really really finally started and then from there it's just been a progressive wave with just the right amount of focus to details and everything I'm doing and I'm like you know recording myself because I record myself from home no matter where I'm at I was visiting my parents the past few months I recorded in the basement here in France <laughs> my manager <laughs> made his little recording sign sellers recording studio in the bathroom because the, the <laughs> reverb the natural reverb in there's crazy and like. You know, I'm using a USB mic with a nice M audio, but there's no like um, interface, so it mm-hmm. still it could be better. But but you know, I got a handful of producers, and engineers with agreements with me that I work with, and we make it work. And I just be laughing because people be sometimes, yo, what, what studio you be in? What do you? I'm like, man, I'll be wherever I'm at. <laughs> like, I don't <laughs> like, I'm not trying to be in no studio until I got studio money. And probably when that happens, I'll just build a proper one at home and do studios every now and then because. When you're home, there's no pressure. So, like, yeah. I can go, like, five, 200 times that I take, whatever. I don't, I don't care. I can go. I've been going, like, for seven hours, man. Like, I, I go because, like, the whole point is to create something special, you know? So, right. um, yeah, and Cape Town started that for me. But the amount of talent out there is insane. Like, the talent in there is, like, it's disgusting how talented they are. That's, like, low-key why I've been out there scouting, developing. I got, like, a few people started with some modeling careers. I got, like, a few producers I signed under me um engineers artists like so yeah man that's like my little creative hub but i can't go there as much as i used to because um i wasn't trying to make it there and i I felt like it was starting to become that and i was like no 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 no. i was only here to create and scout because i knew like it it was a place that was good for me and then when everything happened that i needed to happen for me was like i gotta go back to the states and europe man it's really time to get it now 
right yeah what do you hope to do in france like what is what is the big intention there well so my one of my best friends is loic uh, i know him for about eight years now and you know he used to work for and it's like some people that i was like pretty much my idols um back when i was a kid so i trusted his word and music because he was my friend before it was us working together and he came and visited me in South Africa, I think this year or last year. And we just decided this. He, we, I had the situation with people I was working with. And he was like, nah, man, like, this is enough for that. Because he's been he's been knowing all my horror stories from all the different people I was working with. And he's like, let's just work together. And I was like, oh, my gosh, like, it makes perfect sense. And so, um, yeah, we decided this time well, in December, I'll go back to my parents because some issues happened. Um, everyone's okay now, but I just wanted to be there, be around family because I haven't seen them for, for like five years. And mm-hmm. I spent a lot of time there to heal, get away from just a lot of things and people, and then to come to France, rejuvenated. And since my manager is French, it just made sense for me to base out of here because I can be in, you know, London, Milan, Spain, whatever. And then I have a new licensing deal with a company in New York. So it's kind of like I'm situated. If, if I had to be in New York, we could be there, but there's no like, need for me i just need to be close to big cities and i'm still working on my album so i just wanted to be like in france to finish it i feel like that has felt so nice and i finished my album in france so mm-hmm. yeah we he has some connections to french people um french companies here uh there's still trailer here there's spotify there's apple um there's insane uh video directors photographers um we have mm-hmm. some connections in paris and everything so i mean we just making moves. I mean, for me, I feel I'm more suited out here in France anyways with everything. So yeah. I feel it's just going to really progress everything moving forward. And having a, um American team already in the States just helps me out in the States at the same time. Mm. You are here being a powerhouse. Come on. Hey, man, it's been taking a while, <laughs> but, like, it's really happening now. So it's, it's, it's nice because it's, like, we're in control of everything, even with the licensing deal. Like we still have to control our marketing, our production, videos. Like that's all me and just my manager, man. We're doing that all by ourselves. So um it's nice because like they see us making moves and I feel like, you know, now the people or all the right people I want are watching is more just like how do I keep operating, you know, with everything. Mm-hmm. I'm curious on your thoughts on this, but do you believe that the entertainment industry and music is changing to be of service to more conscious and spiritual messages? I mean, when you always have things that are very powerful, I feel you're always going to have some things that are going to be not accepted by most people. So mm-hmm. um, because I like to say things that I fully experience, and I have experienced some very things I'll call very dark and all that. Um, but I don't want to fully say something because I haven't, I haven't been at that situation yet. I've been at kind of little, little glimpses of it. Um, I heard a few stories and stuff, but I think it's more about just me just keep going and, and, and be ready for what situation to come to me. Cause I know when I put my thoughts into that with all the energy that I'm creating, I go in like this rabbit hole and it's like, oh, I really try to stay away from there. Mm-hmm. I feel that. Moving into our topic today about divine masculinity and mm-hmm. the expectations on sexuality, things like that. What is your experience with 
coming into what that meant for you? Yeah, I mean, it's like, <laughs> it's like I feel with this, like the word gay, it comes with like a stigma of like how you sound, um, how you look, how you how you act. It comes with all these lists, like with every different race, with white, black, Spanish, it all kind of comes with a stereotype. So um, it's been hard to accept that that's something that has been instilled in us for such a long time. Mm. So again, it's my reactions to things and either I react in a certain way or I try to understand, maybe create a, 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 but then it's like at this point in my life, I'm so focused on my health, my career and getting money. So like I try not to divert myself too much into it. I just know what it is and I'm doing my best to be uh, a, a, a example by how I, I act, but by just living how I am, because I, I I pray that I can maybe help um, lessen uh, like the, and dis and disassociate all like the negative connotations that it comes with, you know, because there's so many people that are so intelligent, but they would think like, oh, it's gay, mean you do this. I'm like, what? I'm like, nah, man. Like, <laughs> you don't mean that. <laughs> like, then I'll be like, hey, man, but. Like, he really think that or she really thinks that and I'm like this sucks <laughs> like the fuck yeah also at the same time the good things that come from it has been amazing so it's like those are those little things that are so annoying but it's like at the flip side if I can focus and kind of not put too much energy towards it which I do kind of you know slip and like get you know affected by that for a little bit it's been helping to like really keep myself kind of out of it but yeah it's been again the whole thing coming to being aware because um, it's definitely out there and people respect certain things and I'm like no I don't have to do this for that or they will think that because of this that you have to do be be this way and I'm like no and it's really based off of what you know we're fed through just pretty much through everything we're seeing advertising so mm -hmm. you know the the LGBTQ plus community is definitely changing and shifting a lot in media mm -hmm. um and i think too that for like the spiritual side of things there's a lot of people who are breaking those molds of you know this is what you thought i should be but i'm just gonna be myself no matter what that looks like yeah. you know and so we're seeing like a lot of the the non-binary we're seeing a lot of the changes or maybe not even that those things didn't you know they weren't as prevalent but more yeah. so they they just weren't in the media they weren't in out the media there, yeah, yeah yeah you know and so a lot of people are opening up about a lot of different things at this time and everything's amazing like how open things are getting but there's still so many people that don't understand such a simple part of it and I think that's mm -hmm. like the sad thing it's like so i'm so like happy to see so much but then also kind of like dang it people still don't understand you know a b and c so mm -hmm. you know it's, it's interesting have you felt like um your opportunities are limited because of the way that people view gay men <sighs> i've been thinking about that and then i'm like well i only started getting more opportunities like proper recently and then mm -hmm. back then i wasn't openly gay anyway so no one even really knew but it's like i've actually been getting more frequent more consistent opportunities now and mm -hmm. I, 
and I also think it's because like I like I know I'm marketable and like I used to always be like, oh no, I'm not I'm like, man, like I I know what I'm doing and I finally can see the the dots connecting and I just feel like it's been about me kind of creating what I need to create because there's no way in my I know in my spirit that I will be allowed to go where I'm heading without kind of having this self awareness and understanding of like what I need to do and what I need to stay away from and what I need to accept. So I mm-hmm. feel like everything is lined up the way it needed to be. So, um, yeah, I don't, I, I, I just feel very, very in control of what I need to do to make things happen now. And I'm just doing right. all I can through that. And I know that's through spirit. Cause I get so many signs and affirmations through many different things, through many different messages. And it only just makes me just be a bit more, uh, calm even if I get a little bit more overwhelmed by the energies that I'm feeling more of the way things go, I know that I'm being pushed in the right way. So I just need to just keep riding the wave, you know? Right. Right. In terms of, you know, like divine masculinity coming into, you know, that yin yang, that balance of everybody has a divine feminine and a divine masculine. What do you feel has been, and you've been very transparent too about especially on as your brand your movement about things that you have perceived and understood um with that in in your life and so I wanted to ask how did how did you come to terms of what that even meant what what that balance looked like for you I don't know I used to always judge myself and end up not like outwardly judging people but I would be like uh, by how he acted or he sound or she whatever and I'm like dude like that's who they are and just because of who they are doesn't mean that they are the other are wanting something or they they are like that and when I saw so many different types of people and their element which I felt like that's like them being themselves but they were maybe with the girl and I thought they should be with this or that whatever thought a b and c and I stopped looking in that way like bro like get out of your mm-hmm. head and I started to be more just like myself. I was like, you know, um, like how, how I speak, people naturally won't think that I'm gay, but I was like, yo, this is just like, this is just how I, I sound. Like, I, I wish that more people can feel comfortable that might have a more masculine tone in their voice to come out. Cause I meet so many people that are not comfortable because of that. And I'm like, man, it doesn't mean how you sound, you have to be a certain way, but I do feel there's something that the media pushes out there that kind of makes it kind of seem there's a certain type. And so people that maybe do have feelings for men or women for women feel they have to be or act a certain way. And Mm -hmm. it scares them even more to come because people instantly judge that and their friends do it and family and all that. So it's kind of like a a cycle. Um, So yeah, when I just started, it's like, you know what, let me like wear some hoop earrings, man. And still wear these boots, (laughs) something like that. (laughs) And then like, I was like nervous one time. I was at a festival in Cape Town and my friend wanted me to hold her purse, and I got scared. I'm like, I'm not gonna hold her purse. Like, what the hell man? What's wrong with you, man? I put the purse on. I got mad. People hit me up. I was like, what? It was like man. dudes, chicks. I was like, what? Why? This makes no sense. And I was like, well, you don't care. It's being yourself. You can really have on anything you want if you really want that on. Now, if you're doing it for right. attention, it's a different situation. Like you could do it for attention because you need that attention to your brand. But if you're doing it for like like emotional attention and it's a it's just, it's kind of a different situation and I was just stuck in that emotional for branding type thing and when I had to fully go from the emotional like bro 
do what you got to do for your brand. This is what you want to do in the future and you want to have it in a more expensive looking way, like create from what you can. That's been like helping me out. Like, you know, and I, I don't try to overdo something for attention. If, if it's dope and it's presented to me and I, and I fuck with it, then, you know, I, I'm like, fuck, let's do it, you know? But right. as of right now, I just like to express myself through what I can, you know, showing more skin, having a bit more whatever, uh, editing my own videos, you know, whatever, just any way I can in a way that I feel still tasteful and also a little bit artistic. Like I said, I want to create like a, a brand, a storyline that can progress into something bigger. Mm, we definitely see that. We definitely do. Um, and I love that. I, I, and there's so many people that are at that weird space of, you know, am I going to be able to be myself? Or will people even know, you know, will they judge me or be in this place? And really that judgment comes from self. You know? Yeah, really, it honestly does. It's been like such a huge like slap in my face, um, 21, because I just really had to understand, dude, like, like this is all in, in your head with you is what you're saying, what you're feeling. You have to just like figure out a way to get over it and just deal with it. And I just been being more me, which is a bit more weird. And if people make me feel awkward around it. Um, I don't keep myself around it. And if I'm yeah. doing it in public, people act weird. Like, I don't care anymore. It's going to attract someone that's going to appreciate it. And if yeah. it doesn't, like, I'm I'm cool with it because I'm, I'm, I'm doing me. Hmm. How do you feel about um, the misconception that people or the stigma that people put on sensuality and sexuality in the spiritual community? Sexuality in the spiritual community? I mean, again... I feel it's all about what intent. Um, if you it depends on like why are you being sexually in that way or putting that energy out there, or, you know. And again, that's always going to come out with judgment. I think whenever we show those type of sides of, of our human, or like our human psyche, I feel like we're always going to bring some type of judgment or talk. So, um, mm-hmm. I, I I mean, I really wasn't deep into the spiritual community of learning about about understanding like that and it's crazy to think that like when you have these communities of change or just for things that support something there's always kind of is some type of rules or situations that happen into it especially the bigger that it gets and mm-hmm. i don't know this, that's kind of a another overwhelming thought about life is that like, it's like it's, sometimes there's always rules or some type of uh something to go by boxes to fit in yeah mm. Thank you. Well, I definitely enjoy having you here today. I wanted to ask, what can we seek moving forward with your brand? I know you have Sorcery coming out January yes. 6th. How can we best support you? Oh, man. Just when you feel something, just, you know, share it. Honestly, I feel this this EP is an introduction to what to expect for the rest of my music. And um, as far as the branding, um, I my focus is really just like making this music like blow. And I started a creative company with my manager called Six Two Six Agency. Um, we specialize in marketing, like A and R, art direction, connecting people to brands, etc. We're just trying to use what we know from our experience. And people always send us up with questions. I'm like, you know what? We said let's just make a company, like go for it. And also, I'll keep marketing myself through that as well. So. Yeah, man, I'll, I'll say right now, I expect, I expect a lot of my music to go because I've been putting so much energy and so much, like, attention to it. And I, you know, made, like, a whole album already for coming out later. So I'm really, really in this this really 
positive like feeling of my music and i feel anyone if they're interested they should start like just catching on and following it because a lot a lot's coming thank you so much is there a message that's on your spirit that you would like to um, share with us before heading out uh yeah i feel just it's hard to follow so much because there's so much information and access to it out there i'm i'm doing my best to follow my gut only because deep down no matter what i read or what i feel what i'm told i got to deal with like my own voice in my head and that voice usually is the one that <laughs> i a lot of times i listen to when i know i should so i feel we always know more than we think that we do about ourselves and things that we can do to better ourselves in situations. So I would do, you know, I'm doing my best to be more aware and act on that. And yeah, I, I push that out there to anyone to, you know, work on or, or do better with, cause it has been helping me out like for my career and my life and my connection with my family. It's much better now. Still got to manage it. Because, you know, I'm going into directions where I need more people to talk to. I need to be more available. So my energy gets drained, but I, I know what I'm getting myself into. So if I think about everything else, like, man, things are really good right now. So mm-hmm. despite what I might not have or whatever, like, my life is in a good place. My family's good, and I'm moving my career. So definitely just push to be more better to ourselves and, like, really listen to <laughs> listen to those voices in our head that like are not like things that are negative, but things that are more about conversation. It was about what we should and should not be doing and putting our time into, because you know, those, those old habits need to be broken in order for things to move forward. And that's something that I've been clinging on to for so long. Mm, I love that. Thank you for that. I, I love you. The divine loves you. Thank you for sharing your work, your art, your expression. And just being so transparent and vulnerable with us today, I know that it has helped so many other people. I love you too. You're so sweet. Can't wait to meet you. <laughs> yes, yes. I can't wait to collaborate more. Like, yeah, I definitely, definitely. I definitely got to send you some products as well. Oh, I would take it, please. <laughs> I'll do a little cute video here, friends, and shout you out. Oh, you're so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm speaking so much love over this 2022 year for you and so much success and prosperity. And I'm looking forward to seeing more of your growth. Thank you so much, then. Well, we will talk soon. Thank you.